Well, good morning, good morning, Anchor family. This is Dr. D in the house, and Happy New Year. Happy Kwanzaa to all those that's out there. We are now in 2018. I'm telling you, it has been phenomenal. But I want to complete something that I started. Uh, I'm still learning, you guys, and I'm trying to keep up. Um, But I did not post the 5th, 6th, and today is the 7th day of Kwanzaa. So let's do a recap of um, the 5th day of Kwanzaa, which represents purpose. Um, We all have purpose. And you must know going into this new year that you have purpose, okay? Uh, You was not a mistake, even though it seemed like your life is a mistake and all the negative things that are happening to you right now, even going into the new year I went and stopped and and picked up some milk um, New Year's night where really when it just changed over maybe like 1 30 I was coming back home and uh, I saw a young lady by the gas station and um, either two things was going on because that was the first time I ever felt the Holy Spirit told me to make haste told me to get back in my car immediately and get back home and my heart, the man, the human side of me, listen good, the human side of me, you know, wanted to say, where you, where, why are you out here? What do you need? Look, I'm, I, I can get you a blanket, you know, get you something hot. You know, while you sitting out here, it's freezing out here. But instead, the Holy Spirit override my human side and told me to make haste. Now, this is just the beginning of the new year. So I'm saying all that to say that some new years for some individuals are not good. And I was speaking, I shared that with uh, a brother of mine. And like he was stating, he said, you know what, people, the way the world is now, people strive off of scams. And uh, you never know what the Lord was protecting you from. Even though in your heart you wanted to help her, but the Lord knew different. So going into this new year, and especially on the fifth day of Kwanzaa, you understand your purpose. You understand your purpose, and we spoke earlier about your identity, reclaiming who you are. I think that was the third day of um, Kwanzaa. Um, We can uh, alleviate some of the entrapments that this enemy which is satan have before us that could have been a trap for me you never know you know what i'm saying but because i love god and god loves me so much and he loves you so much you have to understand that too god loves you so much and i know my purpose i don't understand it at all times (laughs) you see but i do understand that i do have a purpose in this earth now i've um, reclaimed Uh, my identity and asking God to help me fulfill what he placed me in the earth for and that's what the fifth day of Kwanzaa is all about it's about learning from your past okay find that mentor that really generates your spirit it could be online somebody in person someone close to you uh, a favorite uh, author that you read the material but find some people to lock into that will mentor you to help bring your purpose to pass. One thing that really helped me as a leader 
and understanding my purpose with the doctor late the late doctor Miles Moreau. Oh my gosh, he is phenomenal. He gives you straight up wisdom, and he was born to do that. And I believe that this brother ex ex um, exhausted himself. I mean, he emptied himself out to reach masses in the world so they can understand their purpose. So the fifth day of Kwanzaa, understand your purpose. Because once you understand your purpose in this life, okay, and what talent and gift that God has given you in this life, you can alleviate a lot of entrapment that the enemy throws your way. Okay, I'll check you guys out on the next episode. And once again, Happy New Year. Much love. Dr. D is out. See you on the next episode. What's up, what's up, what's up, Anchor family? Praise the Lord. Good morning to you all, Facebook family, my Redeemed by the Blood Ministries. I want to give a special shout-out even to my brother out there in um, Kampala, Uganda, who I just realized he was tuning in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I appreciate your brother, and I'm just believing God I get to see you guys this year. Uh, I see much growth. The seeds have been planted, and now it's harvest time. Now, I desire to be part of that harvest. Praise the Lord. That's right. Hallelujah. So, I'm just praying my anchor family. Um, you can visit me on my website, www.redeemedbytheblood.org. Um, that's without the E D W E, I mean, R E D E E M, bytheblood.org. You go to International Missions and you can see the work that we are doing. Um, abroad, and we are definitely seeking, desiring your support um, to be able to go over and continue. We send monthly monthly support to them, and then I literally go over there and bless them personally. So I welcome you to do that uh, on this sixth day of Kwanzaa, as we've been going through um, the seven principles which started. Right after Christmas, and Kwanzaa is really was set up for the black community. You know, each nationality I find maintains, okay, their culture. And um, this was uh, developed back in 1965 when they had the big riot. And it was to bring the, the black community back together to give them a sense of purpose and unity and don't allow the other um, race dominate you to make you feel like you was not significant. And sorry to say, it's still happening now in 2017, going into 2018, we still have a long way to go. Uh, however, God has uh, released his mercy upon us as a people and I really find that um, there's so much greater things for us to achieve if we can return back to our first love. And our first love was God Almighty himself. And so um, saying all of that, I, I guess this is just a, a, a time to re, re, revamp on the seven principles of Kwanzaa. I, I never really participated in it because I never understood it. But now it's like it's something that uh, I've been compelled to do lately to educate 
encourage and empower my race of people. I do business with all nationalities, but I have more emphasis on educating our people because we are not informed and not able to take advantage of the things that are there as such of such as others. So um, if that's my purpose, like the fifth day was know your purpose. I know this is my purpose now. I've acknowledged it. I'm not running from it. And so that's what Kwanzaa is all about. The seven principles of uh, Kwanzaa, um, Umoji, means unity. It means uh, it's, it's success starts with unity. Unity of the family, unity in the community, unity as a nation and a race. All of us together, we should strive to come into unity. According to Psalms 133, how blessed it is that brethren can dwell together in unity. Um, the second day was Kujachakuglimi. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> but it means self-determination, to be responsible for ourselves, to create your own destiny. Um, we have to stop waiting on other people to do things for us. And, you know, I hear a lot of people, well, I'm just waiting on God. I'm just waiting on God. You know what? That's a sad excuse. And you have the spirit of fear and procrastination all over you. Because God say, no, I'm waiting on you. I have done everything that I had to do and equip you. I've empowered you. I've given you tools and keys to the kingdom for you to create your own destiny. I believe the thing that is happening with our people is that we don't know how to trust one another because of all the things that have happened before. And I'm going to have to go to the next episode to continue. Okay? Praise the Lord. This is Dr. D back in the house. I was uh, expounding on creating our own destiny. And yes, we have to be responsible for ourselves. Take responsibility. Okay? Um, we're in 2018 now. This is a time of change. They have so many magnificent things are happening right now in the spirit realm. Even in the natural, it may look like it's devastating. But in the spirit realm, there are so much that you can acquire if you just seek the Lord while he is near. Be still and know the Lord. Be still. We don't know how to be quiet. We want everything now, 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 quick, quick, quick. I got to have it, got to have it. Name it and claim it. Don't blame it. I need it. No, with the Father, everything has a timetable. Ecclesiastes tells us in 11, it's a time and a season for everything. You just have to know your time and you have to know your season. And, and, and until you do, you begin to prepare. I believe through um, the seven principles of Kwanzaa, it will help you um, to do just that. Now, we was talking about uh, on the second day, uh, self-determination. The third day of Kwanzaa, uh, Ujama, which means collective work and responsibility. It co coincide with the day two. All right, you have to come together to learn how to build and maintain your community. Work together with someone. Find somebody, okay, that you can network with that have the same mind, same faith, same um, desire, same love. You know, the Bible says the same like faith will build. You know, 
he he knocked down the tower of bell um bell why because they all was on one car and they had a mind to work find somebody that have a mind to work in this new year don't have somebody that just want to ride your talk um tail you know and just 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 coasting along no Find somebody that's going to put their hand to the plow and work with you. Find their strengths and work with them. Let them know your strengths. Y'all work together and build whatever that thing is in your community, your heart's desire. Come together and build. The fourth day, collective economics. That's pertaining to our money. When you come together as a community and work together, pull your resources together, then you can build, maintain, and support your own stores, your establishment, and your businesses. We have to do that, especially as a nation. We have to learn how to support one another in business in all areas. You know what? They have this awesome uh, organization that Crab Kings and. I'm on the southwest side, they're on the north side, but guess what? When I want some good seafood, I will drive over there or catch that bus and go and get me. Why? Yeah, it's out the way, but I support them because it's good quality seafood. They have excellent service. They have rewards, prizes. I'm telling you, they give you the whole kabuda. So that's what I'm saying. Work together. I don't care. Support one another. The fifth day, we were talking about purpose on a previous episode. We have to learn how to share with each other and motivate so we can understand each other's purpose. The American um, people, the African American people, we lost our tradition. They took it away from us. But now we can bring it back together, be responsible, acknowledge our ancestors. Don't just spit on our ancestors. Our ancestors are really our foundation. They paved the way for me, myself, to be on this platform, to be in the office building, to be able to be on radio, to be able to have jobs um, with diverse other nationalities. They paved that way. Martin Luther King assists our forefathers and paved the way for equality, even though we don't feel it, we don't see it, but at least we are in there. Now that we are in that position or in that arena on that platform what are you doing to help to benefit the next generation so restoring purpose knowing purpose the purpose is so important and i will share the rest on the next episode <laughs> what's up what's up what's up this is dr d in the house once again Trying to wrap this up so you guys can have more clarity on what Kwanzaa is and what is our job as a people um, to begin to um, unify one another with Kwanzaa and the seven principles of Kwanzaa. And we was talking about purpose, Nia. Um, purpose. I was just sharing right quick how uh, our ancestors, we don't spit on our ancestors. Our ancestors endured so much, oh my gosh, that it's so horrific to the point where we are now. And when you look at you have some that are taking advantage of what was paved the way for us to walk into. And then they have other, other individuals in our culture that just don't care. And they just, you know, want to be 
about it, about it, thug life, you know, gangster, drugs, sex, you know what I'm saying? All of that stuff is, is really spitting on our ancestors. Um, but with that said, we still have to have a core people, a remnant, that's going to stand bold, such as myself and so many others, especially those that's on this platform, to just take a stand and say, okay, I'm going to be the one that helped make the change. I will walk in my purpose, okay? And and because of that, you acknowledge your ancestors. You want to get that mentor to, to cultivate what you have on the inside of you. And then it goes down to the sixth day, creativity, okay? You become creative with the things that God has given unto you. Use your creativities, your imagination to unite your communities, your family. Um, Begin to structure and maintain an inheritance. Or leave a legacy behind. What is that? I mean, I may not be big, but I tell you one thing. My grandchildren and great-grandchildren, the internet's going to be around. And I tell you what, if they call my name or Google my name, it's going to come up with all the things that I have done so far. Yeah, I may not be famous like Beyonce or Oprah or whatever, but I'm famous in God's eyes because he the one that's making me great in him. And only what you do for Christ will last. I'm not doing this for fame and fortune. He reminded me that a lot of the day because right before New Year's came, I was feeling kind of down and depressed. You know, the enemy call yourself. He make you look at your situation right now and make you feel like you ain't doing nothing. You're not accomplishing this. You could have been here. You should have done this. I mean, he sent that little deceiving, lying demon, manipulative spirit in your atmosphere to start shooting out all these fiery thoughts to you and that's how depression comes that's how people um with suicide commit suicide um they become redrawn and i'm telling you when that happens you got to fight your way out of that so right on the offset the holy spirit quickened my mother body and told me to get up he told me to get up put some clothes on and get out out this because you know I'm in a temporary state right now because of Harvey uh, Hurricane Harvey and I'm believing God for my home and I'm believing God for my car but in the midst of all of this he said you have a job to do you have a purpose be creative and just get it done and when that happens it, it brings hope and that will brings you to today the seven day of Kwanzaa it, it, it cultivates your faith you have to believe in yourself that God loves you. I talked about that previously, maybe two weeks ago. You have to know that God loves you with an everlasting love. And because you know that he loves you, and because you know that you have purpose, it builds something on the inside of you and an expectation. That expectation begins to um, grow and grow, and that's a sign of faith. And when you have faith, you can become whatever God wants you to become because you have faith in him. He is the source. In faith, you have to believe that God is and he is a rewarder to those that diligently seek him. On the seventh day of Kwanzaa, you guys, know that God loves you. And as a people, through everything that was mentioned, take heed to it. Study it throughout the months, and you can become a mighty warrior 
okay, a living witness to somebody and save somebody's life. Peace. What's up, what's up, what's up, Inca family? Um, this is Dr. D, and I am definitely, <laughs> I'm telling you guys, it has been amazing going into this new year. I have my coffee here, and it's cold outside. I don't know about y'all, but I'm in Houston, Texas, and it's cold. I guess those that's listening to me in the north, I guess you're saying you don't know nothing about no cold, Dr. D. And we have snow up here. <laughs> and you're right. You know what? You are absolutely right. Um, but because of that, because of the different hemispheres, yeah, um, I'm used to warm climbing. I'm in the south. So cold, you know what? You, you can always get warm when it's cold. I guess I don't really like when it's hot. I mean, it's like it takes forever to get cool when you're hot. So you're kind of right. So I'm grateful. With that said, we just finished doing the, the seven days of Kwanzaa. And I just pray that we begin to understand what our purpose is in this life. I heard something this morning in my little personal meditation. And it's very seldom that I watch other preachers because I'm a, a minister myself. So I, I really, when God puts something in my spirit, the only time I turn something on or whatever, if, if the Father is trying to confirm something with me, okay? Let's, let's, let's identify that. When he... When he's striving to confirm something with me that he has put in my spirit, or if I ask, excuse me, if I ask him a question and I perceive I have the answer, but I need everything to be established by two or three witnesses, <laughs> that's scripture. So then that's when I cut on the tube, you know? And so two things I, I learned today and I want you to take heed to this as you're going out through your day and, and pray that it marinates in your in your heart where it can carry on through your life experiences uh, first of all I was uh, Joyce Myers was mentioning maturity and the favor of God and one thing that stuck out, she was saying that her day was going good and she was real upset because something occurred that kind of changed her whole day. And uh, at first she was upset, but then God calmed her down and it was something that needed to be done, needed to be taken care of, and it was to benefit the other person, even though at that time, the other person may not have thought it was for their benefit so after all of that she stated that at the end of it she said the Lord spoke to her and said um, you have to understand that you have matured in this area so I can entrust you to be um, a disciplinarian and I can trust you to take the flag because you have matured in this area and I was like whoa wait a minute <laughs> So I sit back and I ponder on what she was talking about. And, uh, and, and then she said this. This, was, this is the thing I want you to take away. 
because you are mature in certain areas that you may not even think you matured in, but God knows you matured in. He will allow situations and people come your way with situations that, yes, it will affect you, but it, it will motivate you to deal with that situation and it's to help the other person and to sharpen and help your growth as a mature believer. I was like, whoa. So everything that's happening to you, you could be doing everything right. Not saying you're perfect, but you're striving to do everything right according to to God's ordinance, preferably to God's ordinance, his statutes and what he's telling you today. But even um, to line up with the golden rule of life. And then all of a sudden, this happened. And one thing she said, if you really sit down and think about it, things that always happen in the negative is always because of other people. He said, not all the times, but majority of the times. So just remember, your maturity will bring issues to you. Wow. Praise God. Well, welcome, welcome back to the next episode. Yes, uh, greetings to you from Dr. D. And it was sharing about how we have to reclaim our power and our identity. You know, um, I'm, I'm recapping um, the days of Kwanzaa because we're on the fifth day of Kwanzaa. And I just want to reiterate how important it is for us to share our history with our children. From generation to generation, the Bible tells us that God commanded Moses and he commanded Joshua. He commanded them to not only meditate on the word of God day and night, but he commanded them to share, proclaim. That's why they had the scrolls. They wrote down history so they can go back and tell their children's children on what happened. That's why the the the, re, the, the encounters that was happening back then are in the enlisted in, in the book. The Bible listed the good, the bad, and the ugly. It depends on how you reading it. You can't read the word of God one way, you guys. And guess what? The Bible has been good to me. I'm telling you, I trust in the word of God. And it has manifested itself on my behalf numerous times. So if anybody have anything against about the Bible, that's on you. I know the word works those words on that paper it works because i have faith in god now we were talking about reclaiming our power and our identity that was the second day of kwanzaa make sure you take time out to instruct your children let them know who they are tell them god has given them the power to obtain wealth god has given them power love and a sound mind to be all that they can be in this world all right third day of Kwanzaa represents Ujima, which is a collective work and responsibility. Hey, it's alright to work. God has given all of us gifts and talents to produce money. Cash money. If you have a gift, if you have a talent, it's nothing wrong for you to market that thing, brand that thing, and allow the world to see what God has deposited into you. And guess what? It will bring you the resources that you need to live. You have to take responsibility of your life. You have to take responsibility of yourself and others. Because I believe this. 
as long as I have breath in my body, my life is important to somebody. Somebody's watching me. And so if if my life can save that person's soul from not going to hell, if, if my actions can help and empower them, educate them, encourage them to move forward in the things that they have a hard desire to do, they just don't have nobody to, to, to encourage them, to move them along, right? Guess what? My life won't be in vain. Your life won't be in vain. So going into this 2018 season, let's make sure that our life, we take responsibility, we work hard. I always say hustle hard, but stay humble. We work hard, take responsibility. Know that you are a solution to the problem in your community. But you have to know it. You have to know this is so you can operate in it. The fourth day of Kwanzaa, Yajama, means corporate, uh, uh, corporate economics or cooperative economics. Economics is just what it is. It's about money, cash money. Here we go again. We have an awesome brother, John Bryan, is going all over the world trying to send a memo that memo is to open up your mindset to let you know that capitalism is for you. Capitalism, oh, that's a, a white man's world word. No, it's not. We all participate in capitalism. When you go to Burger King, you go to McDonald's, you go to Nike and Foot Locker, when you go buy them Gucci's and whatever clothing, whatever you purchase, you have a transaction going from one place to the next. You have just participated in capitalism. Guess what? The fourth day of Kwanzaa is to recognize that you are part of a cooperative economic system and you need to lay your hands in it and go get yours. What's up, what's up, what's up, Anchor family? This is Dr. D in the house and uh, we wrapping up this day. December 28th and Thursday, also the third day of Kwanzaa. And uh, it's been a busy day, a long day for me. And <laughs> from this morning to tonight, I've, I've been up, have not taken a nap or anything. So I will be taking me a power nap in probably a couple of hours. But I just want to wrap this up for this day. And let's talk about the third day of Kwanzaa. Um, so far, we have been already reaching out and sharing on the community what each person should be allowing themselves to not only explore but impact somebody else's life. And that's what the third day is all about. Um, Yajima, third day of Kwanzaa, really means um, responsibility with collective work. Um, in our culture, I don't know what's wrong with the word work. <laughs> work is good. Um, I believe God said Adam in the garden and told him, now you go and name the animals and take care of God. He gave Adam work. Then he also described if you don't work, you don't eat. So uh, I believe that God expects us to work. The thing is, 
what are we working for or what are we working towards? Uh, I know I'm grinding hard. I know I'm, I'm busting moves on both sides. But guess what? It's to God be the glory. And my whole thing is I want to leave a legacy. I want to have something in writing in the atmosphere that Danielle did. You know, she did this and left this behind. She did this. Oh, you know, I remember her because she helped me do this. I want to be able to leave an impact on somebody else's life. I just don't want to be living or as someone say, just existing and not living. And I believe that uh, if we can come together, like you're saying, collectively work in responsibility. Take responsibility of all our actions, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and work together as a community or as a nation, as a people, and explain the importance how, how and only when we can come together in harmony, we can build a solid community, we can build a solid foundation build on that and help others come on up with us you know we want to climb the stairs together and I believe that's what we have lost in society period it's like you know I'm gonna step on your neck I'm gonna do what I have to do I'm gonna compete against you so I can be better than you no that's not how God really did it no 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 he made sure that we did not have all the attributes in us to complete a task. He always had a way you, you will have to go and get somebody else to help you. Come on, Holy Ghost. You see what I'm saying? And so, with this third day of Kwanzaa, let's think about how our lives can impact our community. How everything that we do will represent the community. Everything that dwells around us will impact our community. And during these days coming up, we want to take time out to look within ourselves at all's ways. Yes, just take that quiet time and look within ourselves and then ask yourself, how can I collectively add to my community? What responsibilities that I can take on and be faithful with? This third day of Kwanzaa, you think about it. How can I be a blessing? All right, all right, all right, Inca family. Good morning, good morning. We I'm recapping on Kwanzaa day two, which was Wednesday. My post didn't, uh, I didn't send the post, so I have to redo this. So on day two of Kwanzaa, what does it mean? It's about reclaiming our power and identity. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. This is so crucial, especially for the black community. We have to dig deep inside, okay? Um, reclaiming our power, knowing our identity is, is part of self-determination. 
Um, you have to search and go and reclaim principles that guides you through the day that encourage you to look deep inside yourself so you can understand who you really are. That's going to cause you to do some reading. That's going to cause you to do research. That's going to cause you sometimes, it's always good to have your children go visit grandpa or great-great-grandpa. They have wisdom. They have history. They encounter the slave issues. We have um, my great-great grandmother uh, was a slave. She lived to be a hundred and I think 17 or 18 years old. We have the article and everything. And I believe she had just passed like in 19, I think it was like 1997 or 1998. I have to look at the article. But yes, um, you have not only um, forefathers that were slaves, but you have you have people in your family that was born into slavery. You see what I'm saying? And went through that transition. See, I was born part of the segregation transition. Those that come between 1960 and 1970, that was a battle. And I was born in the dead middle of it with Martin Luther King. So my children had an opportunity to interview me so I can share my experience as a young girl coming up and they did a report about their mother and their family. Why? Because we took time to teach and share with our children. As a black community, we should not be ashamed to teach your children their heritage. It was stripped away from our forefathers to teach the heritage stripped them away from our language, our culture, everything, just stripped us. And we was branded into this European culture, you see what I'm saying? And we all lost because, why? Because they already knew we was capable. Remember, if you go back, now the history books that's in school, they are lies. So that's why you have to go to, um, the in those that are in Houston area, we have a, uh, the African, the Gregory African um, Museum, but it's literally is a library. Lots of history there. Lots of history there. And I would definitely be over there this summer. They have um, be doing a, a book signing over there this summer. But nevertheless, this is what Kwanzaa Day 2 is all about. Sit down and reevaluate yourself, reclaim your power. Our power lies in God. And he say, I have given unto you power, love, and a sound mind. God said this himself. He said, I did not give you the spirit of fear. Fear comes from the enemy. Fear comes from the devil, the evil one, the adversary, the things in the world, the stuff that's happening now. That is being uh, generated behind the demon of fear. And it's coming out in all forms in this world. So we're going to reclaim our power. Come on now. We're going to reclaim our, our power through the power of God because he said, I have given you power, I have given you love, and I have given you a sound mind. Oh, I'm going to preach that thing one day. When you can reclaim your identity and reclaim your power, oh my gosh, it's nothing 
that you will not be able to conquer in this world. Come on, Holy Ghost. I know I'm preaching this morning. Come on, y'all. Go and reclaim your power and your identity. It's Dr. D again. I want to continue on Kwanzaa Day 1 about unity in our community. And I was just sharing a little quick testimony on how I remember growing up as a young girl in our neighborhood way back in Algiers, Louisiana. That's on the West Bank side of New Orleans and how that neighborhood was the community. We was family, you know, um, Mary and uh, uh, Grandma Sue and uh, like, uh, what's this, this other, um, other, I can't even remember her name. Well, they all was our aunties or our grandmas or our sisters and brothers. You know, our neighbors became our family. Now, we, we had some Caucasians in that block, neighbors family. Then we had we had one person that lived on the left side of us that had bought a home. And he was very, very, I still see this man face. He was big. And, and he was, he was, he had some, some wealth to him. Beautiful family, had a beautiful wife and children, but he was mean as hell. Oh my gosh, this man was so mean, y'all. This man killed our dog. And that was the first dog that I was attached to. Her name was Cheyenne. And oh my gosh, this man was so mean. And and he really was trying to get, and I'm going to just tell the truth, Shannon Della. I know he was trying to get with my mama. My mama said, no, you married. You know what I'm saying? He had a whole wife, a beautiful wife. And this man killed our dog to spite her. Oh my gosh, everybody in that neighborhood hated that man, literally, you know. So you're going to have people in your neighborhood that's not going to be in that unified state. But guess what? It didn't stop us from being unified. You get my drift? So even in this 21st century, going into the new year, you're going through different changes in your life. Your, your, your community is being shifted. I know a lot of people being impacted by the disasters. Really, that's a spiritual thing. I'm going to talk about that on my episodes coming up next year. You know, the earth is groaning. The earth is crying out because we have forsaken the law of God. And God loves us, but we want to do what we want to do. That's just the bottom line. He has made us kings and queens. And he want everything to come through him so we can hold on to it. But no, we want it quick. We want it fast. We need it now. I need it my way or no way. And no, to build a community, to stand together, this is what Kwanzaa is all about, is to get your family together, get your neighborhood together. We call it communities, but it's neighborhood, you know. And just look, you have sustained so much. So let's come together and let's make this big old boom impact in our community so we can thrive. So when obstacles do come, because they still going to come, we all have faced so many different obstacles. But check yourself out. Go look in the mirror, whatever you're doing, look at yourself and say, wow, I'm still here. Because I guarantee you, if you think about people that you have known, your co-workers, your high school friends, your college friends, your, even people in your family, you can say, oh, they're not here anymore. But you're here. You need to ask yourself, well, why am I still here? 
I must be here to do something. Yes, you are correct. Get busy. Get focused. You see what I'm saying? See what you supposed to be doing to impact your sphere of network, your community, your family. Are you leaving a legacy behind? Or are you leaving a headache behind? Are you leaving uh, an inheritance for your children's children? Or will you be leaving debt behind? Come on, hello somebody. We're gonna, I'm going to talk about that too, soon too. Do you have insurance policies on yourself? Are you going to have your family scraping and scrapping? Got to um, ask people for donations or have chicken dinners to bury you? Come on, y'all. See, this is what it's saying. So let's come together and unite going into this new era that as a people that we are stronger, we strong worldwide, let's be strong in our community, let's, let's make a big impact in our lives so other people can be drawn so they can have a better life, okay? Well, blessings, that's Kwanzaa, day one. I'll see you on the next episode. What's up, what's up, what's up, Anchor family, this is Dr. D in the house. And so we are on the third day of Kwanzaa, so I'm going to go back over the first day and the second day since my post did not post <laughs> or I did not send my post and yes uh, I'm just learning how to really celebrate Kwanzaa and uh, I really never incorporated this celebration with my family my children because I just didn't understand it uh, we uh, we are always taught it seems like certain things are taught one way. That's why I advise people to branch out. Go in and read. Read, explore, travel. Go in and experience other cultures. Experience other countries. Because when that happens, it does something to your psyche. And I believe God fixed it that way. So we can stay connected to everything. And when that happens certain elements open up to you and I'm telling you it is just such a blessing now on the first day of Kwanzaa which was Tuesday okay right after Christmas we start celebrating it and this is the day that we recognize the need for unity in our community in order to overcome the obstacles that stand in our path well we all know about that especially the black community Okay, um, we always did have obstacles, and one thing that I know for a fact, I have been told this by other nationalities, that as a black people, we are uh, other nationalities are intimidated by us. It may not seem like it, but if just check it out, um, we are stronger, and it's the truth. We can overcome anything and keep on going. You can give us a little and we'll make much. Come on now. Don't that really sound like we are the true Israelites? We are the children of the Most High God. We are His chosen people. Come on now. Now, I'm not saying here trying to start no kind of race war. I'm just going about what what's going on in the Bible and what's going on today. We know all, all nationalities have their little wall. You have the Koreans against the China. China. You have the Vietnamese against China. 
uh, the Chinese. You have the the Indians. They have certain type of Indians. Don't mess with the other type of Indian. They always have these um, social clashes, and that's just the way it was from the day of beginning. Because look at Cain and Abel. It started from the beginning, y'all. So yes, we're gonna have the clashes. However, for each community, we have to learn how to take care of ourselves. I really miss home. I really miss growing up in Algiers in New Orleans because that neighborhood, that street, we lived on Pacific Avenue, and that street, we had at least a, 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 a that block radius, and every home was filled, and everyone was homeowners, okay? Listen to me good. And we was African Americans. They had like maybe two or three Caucasians that was in the block. Um, but we still, we was like family. Everybody took care of everybody. Nobody didn't went without, you know, at that time, I remember the man dropping off the milk on the stairs in the glass. That's, that's, you see what I'm saying? I'm telling you how old I am, which I'm proud on my age. Uh, I remember we had our garden in the back. I, I don't, to be honest with you, I really didn't remember going to the store and shop for groceries like we do now. Because everything was in the backyard. Only thing I remember, my dad, my stepdad, I was raised with my stepdad, and he was uh, a hunter. So we had like these two big deep freezers, right? And he'll go hunt. We had deer, lamb, and then he was partnering with somebody else that had the cow. We had our beef, and we brought it home. And once he did the cleaning or whatever, mom, me, moms, you know, the girls were in the kitchen, we chopped that up. And, and packed it and freezed it for real and everybody in the neighborhood had meat that's how the community was back then and this is what we need to get back to so we can survive because i'm telling y'all they're killing us they're killing us with the food with the education they're killing us i'll talk to you on the next episode dr d peace